you don't really want to be the guy going around the office drinking a monster in one hand and slamming pills in the other. Just listen to our podcast. You'll, you'll yeah. get most of the science. <laughs> Ordering some energy drinks on the internet. Pretty, pretty big highlight. Welcome to episode 10 of the Energy Sesh podcast. Yes, we've made it 10 episodes and we we have an extra special treat for our 10th episode today. We have an industry insider, somebody who is active in the game in the energy world, uh, Joe from Birdbrain. Welcome, Joe. Thank you, guys. It's, uh, it's an honor to be here. It's a pleasure to have you because you are living the dream of like, you know, we, we just talk about energy drinks, but you're you're out there doing it. Um, you're out there bringing your vision to life. Let's hop right in. I mean, I think probably the biggest thing on me and, me and Josh's mind is uh, how you started uh, Bird Brain and kind of what, what your thoughts were going in. So I, I actually, I am a fan of the space. I've been drinking energy drinks for Jesus, as long as they've been sort of around. My first memory of them was sort of the old Red Bulls with the the cans with, the, with ingredients on top, like the taurine, guarana, and all those ingredients that at the time I really didn't know what they meant. But when I started Bird Brain was, Probably the process started, I'd say maybe about two years ago, the idea kind of popped in my head and it really kind of came to fruition. We actually, quote unquote, went live with the site May May 12th. I only know that because that was actually my, my daughter's birthday. So that was a, a pretty crazy time with daughter's birthday, launching a business, pandemic, that whole deal. Big day all around. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I really kind of got into it because I used to work a, a quote unquote, nine to five job. I was a healthcare consultant, which is exactly as boring as it sounded. And so I would be pounding energy drinks all day just to kind of survive, really. And then on the side, you know, I was interested in brain health and sort of improving my, my mind. And, and as much as I, you know, thought the job was was kind of boring, I still wanted to do a good job. And so trying to find ways that I could have more focus, more clarity, you know, just be, be smarter, really. Um, and so I kind of got into nootropics. And those worlds kind of collided for me, you know, in the work setting, I'd be drinking my energy drinks. And then, you know, most nootropics come in this pill form. And so you'd be, you know, depending on what you, you like or what, what works for you, you'd be taking six or seven pills and you don't really want to be the guy going around the office drinking a monster in one hand and slamming pills in the other. You get, you get a little <laughs> bit of a weird look. That was going to be my next question was just like, how, how is this perceived within the office? Yeah, I know. I never thought of a guy who's, who's drinking monsters, but slamming pills down with it. That's the guy that everybody <laughs> Very <laughs> exactly. Job. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's crazy that I even kept my job. But no, I, um, so I, I kind of just started thinking about it. And it's like, you know, I like both of these things. And I, I don't understand why they're not combined, quite frankly, because I think it's a natural fit, you know, you have our energy drink companies in the space right now are, are really focused on physical performance. But I think there's like a, a really big underserved niche for mental performance. When I was winding down my job, and, and I was like, you know, I can't do this forever. It's just not something I'd like. And so I, I honestly just made the jump. I, I quit and I dedicated full time to creating uh, something that, you know, I'm biased, obviously, but I think is pretty cool and uh, a little bit underserved in the market, which is a uh, combination energy drink slash nootropic uh, beverage. Yeah, we've noticed to your point, it really is about physical performance. Now you're starting to get into the esports world where it's a little bit of like this alertness and focus is sneaking in. But certainly, I mean, I think the, um, you know, your ingredient profile is really interesting. And I think even though they're touting these different things, they're not really doing anything that dramatic to the drink. I mean, like, Who, who's they, Josh? Who, who's the mysterious day that's doing this? I'm, I'm coming at Game Fuel. I'm coming at Game Fuel <laughs> and Mountain Dew. 
they're throwing vitamin A in there for like eyes or something. And they're calling that, you know, focus or whatever. So, you know, I think they're not necessarily coming with the, as much of an ingredient story. It's just same old stuff, but just maybe focus angle, I guess. So um, definitely agree. It is a, a gap in a space, but I think everybody that wants energy, right, to some extent, part of that energy is, you know, you don't want to just be this crazy person running through walls. You'd like that to be, you know, mentally productive for you. So I think that's sort of the next level. Yeah. And I think you touched on something uh, pretty important to, to, to my, the beverage that I'm creating too. And that's, there can be this perception of snake oil salesmen when you talk about new, you know, brain enhancing supplements. And I recognize that. And I, I want to be clear like that this isn't like a limitless pill. Like you're not going to drink bird brain and all of a sudden be some Elon Musk genius. You know, that's not the, that's not the point of this. And I think there can be a little bit of a stigma of what nootropics are. And so that's why we kind of try and be a little bit more relatable when we talk about it. And it's like, it's really just multivitamins for your brain. You know, you're not going to take it and feel crazy and, you know, jump through walls and stuff. But, you know, if you take it over time, you know, the evidence is there that you you do see an effect and any little edge mentally, I think is important for people, you know, whether it be in the workplace, school, gaming, you mentioned, like all those things, I think there's a, a real need for that. So you're saying you look at it more as like a supplement, right? Like, whereas I think some people, at least energy drinks, you think of, I'm about to pass out, I need to pick me up. I mean, maybe it's a ritual for them, but you're saying this is more of like, hey, have it every day. And you're not necessarily expecting this surge of brain power, but you're getting sort of your your vitamins and maybe a, a tastier and more palatable form than a pill. Exactly. And we're going to get into the ingredients, I'm sure. But everything that our drink has is going to be the same for the most part that you're getting in a normal energy drink. So the real important one there is caffeine, which by definition, I guess, could be considered an entropic in and of itself. You know, you're still getting the caffeine. So you're going to get all of the quote unquote normal things you get from an energy drink. We just try and make it like an energy drink plus where you say, hey, you're going to get everything you get from a monster. But now you have this added benefit of, you know, these nootropics, again, multivitamins for your brain. So that if you are deficient in some of these things like choline, which we can talk about in a minute, like a lot of people are deficient in choline and it's got some really good benefits for the brain. This is sort of a, a, an extra little bonus for those who are looking for a little bit more than just, you know, caffeine. I, I consider myself just a normal, normal dude, to be honest with you. And that's sort of how I market the drink to other normal dudes. And so, you know, I think a lot of people see these ingredients and, you know, there's a small percentage that really wants to know exactly how they work and, you know, how, what they interact with and all that stuff. But I think the majority of people, you know, really just want to know, does it work? Okay, I'll take it or I'll try it. That's kind of how I talk about it. Uh, in the background, obviously, I needed to make sure I did my due diligence. And obviously, if I'm taking that myself, I want to make sure that, you know, they're doing what they, they say they do. But a lot of the decisions is sort of what works for me. The caffeine, 150. So before I, you know, built Bird Brain, my, my energy drink of choice was the Monster Zero Ultras. If you're familiar very with popular, those, very popular, exactly, very, yeah. very popular. Those have 140 milligrams per can, at least the ones that I drink. I don't know if they've changed, you know, sometimes they tweak it a little bit here or there. Um, but that's a 16 ounce can. Uh, I'm doing 150 in a 12 ounce can. Uh, and so the, the, the logic for that was, you know, a couple, couple things, but mainly, you know, I like the, the, the energy that the monster gives me, but I like a little bit of step up. Um, and then I sort of balance that with there's an ingredient in there called L-theanine, which really works synergistically with caffeine. And so, you know, the combination of a little bit of a step up and a caffeine uh, on a per per ounce base, if you will, balanced with the L-theanine to me is like right in that sweet spot of a lot of energy. You, you feel it, but you're not sort of jittery and going to crash in, you know, a couple hours. Awesome. No, I love it. That 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 makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, and I, I guess given given your answer, and we've been dancing around it for so long, but 
I don't know about you, Josh. Should we just dive in? Should we talk about the, the individual nootropics themselves? Yeah, let's just hop into the ingredients. But I do want to touch on the, the point that Joe made, which is really important, which is that like we talk about all the time on the show, like energy drinks, like, you know, most people just think like, oh, my God, you're going to drink that and like your heart's going to explode and it has some kind of magic pixie dust in it. Nobody really understands, I think, a lot of the time what's in them, especially from like a gen pop perspective. So I think to his point, right, you're, you're trying to, I think you've done a nice job of sort of building a brand here and getting away from just like, hey, this, if you really just wanted these things, you could just take a pill, right? This is about like an enjoyable experience and something that's like a little bit customized and combined together. So I totally get where you're coming from in terms of, you know, you kind of pick things that work for you. You figure out what you can get in there. I actually am curious, did you ever try to like put something in there? And because one of the things you're navigating here is taste. I mean, I know with caffeine, very hard to mask that bitter taste, but is there anything like that you, you got a batch back and you're like, oh God, like we tried to put this much in there and it was just like the taste of it was too challenging. Yep. Um, to answer your question directly. Yeah. One of the, the examples that come to mind is L-theanine since we already talked about that one. There's only 25 milligrams of, of L-theanine. And if you do even just a little bit of research, that's quite honestly and, and very transparently on the low side. Most people or most studies, I should say, say that sort of that that ballpark range that you want to be hitting for is a two to one ratio of L-theanine to caffeine. So we're we're pretty far under that, quite frankly. It didn't start there though. We 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 wanted to to have that up higher, um, but when it came back, uh, L-theanine can impart a little bit of bitterness, and then it also gives it's gonna sound gross, but a little bit of like a meaty taste slash texture. And so okay. All right. we, yeah, exactly. So we, was we there originally decided... 300 milligrams in there? Was it, did you, were you, did you try the two to one ratio and that's what that sort of gave you the meat? Yep. We started there, bumped it a little bit lower, kept bumping it a little bit lower and sort of, you know, just had to really had to back it down. Um, Cause the other challenge that we're dealing with, and this will go more to the, towards the taste conversation I was talking through is I wanted to at least start it as a natural product. So you'll notice it's not no artificial colors, no artificial sweeteners, no uh, artificial preservatives. And with that, although I think you appeal to the, the quote unquote healthier market and it may get you in some doors like Whole Foods, it's harder to nail the taste. Uh, it just is like, it's just, you know, it's just like people trying to eat healthy. There's a, there's a cost benefit that has to be done there. It's like you eat a salad or a cheeseburger. One's going to taste a little bit better. Um, but one's a little bit better for you. And so yeah. um, with sort of those parameters we were working with, um, any sort of increase in, or I should say decrease in taste is is really amplified. Um, we're not using things like sucralose in, in this version um, that could really, you know, keep it at zero calories, and but really up the sweetness and, and maybe mask some of that that stuff that we, we couldn't do with the natural side. So you're definitely hitting a topic that I would say divides the, the energy bros, uh, uh, into to different camps here. I think this is where me and Josh tend to, to differ on things. I actually like the more uh, all natural things, but I think Josh tends to, he refers to himself as a chem guy a lot. And I think Sam, Sam's in denial. We're both chem guys. And <laughs> I'm not I, a I chem guy. Yeah, you're a chem guy. You, 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 you know, you are, you just like <laughs> occasionally like to like get on your high horse and be a I'm, I'm a chem guy. If it comes to like, I thought by chem guy, you meant, is it like the zero sugar version? Like if I'm drinking the monster, do I want the sugar or do I want the chemicals? And there I'm like, okay, give me the chemicals. But when it turns to the the general energy drink space, I don't know. I I thought this is something that we actually differ on. Otherwise we're too similar. 
You can't tell us. <laughs> no, no. You, I mean, you do like the natural. And I will say, my this did, you know, set up my and when I saw all this naturalness, this did set off my concern radar. <laughs> yeah, I will say, like exactly. the radar, some sort of alarm system went off. Um, you had a concerned radar. Mine was like it was more of an intrigued radar. It was like a ooh. I just know how hard it is to nail the taste, but I think that you guys, you know, you did a nice job, and I think it's it's subtle, but it's like just enough it works. But yes, it's not like I mean when we're drinking like bang or some of these other ones where they've got to jam 300 milligrams of caffeine in there they're just loading up with i don't even know it makes me want to look at like it's probably a lot of sucralose i'm guessing but yeah that's i don't know bang specifically but most of the stuff that you're tasting that is zero calories zero sugar zero carbohydrates is most likely sweetened with sucralose and quite frankly there's no shame in this game. I'm, I'm sort of a, a quote unquote chem guy too. Um, I like that. All right. <laughs> I mean, we start, we started this with saying that I like those, those monster zero ultras, you know, those have sucralose in them. Some people are just a little bit more sensitive to, you know, wanting something that is more natural and some people don't care about that. And so I guess I'm giving you guys a energy sesh pod exclusive here. But, but now that we have the, uh, the natural stuff sort of out there and, and in the market, I'm actually working behind the scenes on a version that's um, not necessarily going to ha- be labeled, you know, zero artificial colors, sweeteners, preservatives, but may appeal more to the people who they don't need that on their label. Wow. And so there, there's right. a couple more flavors coming out of the pipeline. And I think it'll probably be a couple months, quite frankly, just going through the process once. I think we can speed it up from from what we did before but so it's not anything that's going to be out tomorrow or anything like that but for your listeners they're getting a little bit of an exclusive that it is coming coming. so we'll have sort of both we'll have a quote-unquote natural line and and, and another one you heard heard it here first and i just saw a twinkle in josh's eye i actually (laughs) like the twinkle in my eye was a little bit i'm wondering what's going to happen to the uh your mascot the uh the bird gentleman when he's he's on his like other his other world of the less natural stuff. I don't know if he's going to have like the leather jacket, some tattoos, who knows what, but uh, I'm, I'm most interested in where you're going to go with that. Just give him a little bit more swag. Yeah. A little more, a little more swag. I don't know. Whatever, whatever the bringing, bringing artificial things in brings to uh, one's persona. Can, can you even st- take a step back? I, I think you never even gave a kind of explanation of the name. Uh, I guess this is a common phrase, bird brain. I never heard of it. I just like well, Google the, uh, you know, before we talked here. But kind of, what, what does it, uh, what does it mean to you? Yeah, there, there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack with the name and logo. Um, just to speak specifically on bird brain, I personally don't take myself too seriously. I think if you take two seconds to look at our brand, we don't take ourselves too seriously. I think the bird brain actually naturally weeds out some people who take themselves too seriously. I think, you know, when we sort of release ads or content, you'll get the the group of people who are like bird brain. Doesn't that mean you're stupid? Like this is a terrible name. And to me, like internally, I'm like, like, good. Like this is not our customer. Like anyone who's going to have that reaction to it, at least in a serious capacity, maybe someone's like, Oh, that's interesting. Um, that's, that's a little bit different, but I, I kind of like the fact that it's like, Hey, this is for just normal dudes who don't take themselves too seriously. Just trying to get, get some stuff done. You know, they just don't take themselves too seriously. The logo, believe it or not. So I actually back in the day tried to actually start a beer brand as well. And this was one of the, it never got released, but potential label ideas for that. So I was able to sort of recycle it and nice. uh, include it on the, the, the bird brain name, um, and I think it works. I think it, you know, one of the slogans, it, 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 we don't really use it, but when I was first thinking up was like work smarter, not harder. 
And I think there's no work smarter, not harder move than a bird who can fly, just deciding to learn how to fly an airplane and have the airplane do it for himself. So I, I just got that, you know, I'm, I've been, as you've been describing this, I've been actually on your website, just kind of looking at this bird in the face and being like, Oh, it looks pretty cool. He looks relaxed. And then you're like, you know, he's a bird. He could just fly on his own. I'm like, that's a great point. But yeah, he chooses, right. <laughs> he chooses to operate <laughs> this plane. <laughs> why, why fly yourself when you can have a, an engine a lot of work flying, <laughs> not easy, not effortless. Right. So that makes sense. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. And I think Sam and I, you know, we liken ourselves to uh, average shows, if you will. And we're frankly a little tired of what we have to be like a skateboarder, extreme sports person, or some kind of like UFC cage fighter. And and I've never seen that movie Limitless, but just from the trailer alone, I feel like that was just too much. Like I, I'm not even searching for that. It seems like whatever powers he got out of that pill probably didn't work out in the end. So I'm just looking for something like you alluded to earlier, you know, maybe a, a 10% increase, 10 to 20%, nothing crazy. Exactly. And yeah, we, we, and we focus on stuff that like a lot of people just don't get enough of. So I mentioned choline, like a lot of people are deficient in choline. And so, you know, alpha GPC is a very efficient choline source that has a lot of study behind it, that this is an efficacious ingredient. And quite frankly, I kind of was, I thought I was early in the game. I'm starting to see other drinks now and other products have alpha GPC in it. And so I think other people are sort of getting the memo too, that Brain health is coming. I don't know why it hasn't really gotten the play that, you know, physical health and endurance has. For whatever reason, it, it just hasn't. But I, I do kind of go back to what I said at the beginning here. I think it's an underserved market. And, you know, I could be wrong, obviously. But, you know, I, I just think that people are going to start to wake up to like, hey, like, your brain is a really important part of your body. In fact, I'd argue the most important part. And so why are we not putting the same focus on the brain that we do on, on the body? Yeah, I know, Josh, you think... I mean, Josh, I feel like is more of a science guy around here. You know, he tends to come at me with, uh, with different, different chemicals, different research about things. Um, should, should we start talking about some of these specifics? I feel like we brought yeah. them up enough already. Yeah, let's definitely. I mean, because again, the ingredient profile is very unique. I think we've touched on some of them. It sounds like maybe you want to start out with just talking about um, choline. I noticed alpha size is trademarked. So Yep, Alpha GPC. Alpha GPC, um, the best GPC. Yep, it, yeah, it's it's glyceryl phosphorylcholine for the science nerds out there, um, which is the exact reason why I don't like to, to kind of go that because I think that just turns people off. But yeah, Alpha GPC, it's essentially a super efficient choline source um, and one that can cross what I'll probably mention a couple of times when I talk about ingredients, the, the blood-brain barrier. Um, which is just a, a fancy and, you know, quite frankly, a weird way of saying it just gets into the brain. But really what it does is it increases this neurotransmitter called acetylcholine. And the, the simplest version that I can kind of say about it is that it, it increases or improves, I should say, cell-to-cell -cell communication. And so if you just think about cell-to-cell -cell communication, that's like literally the entire body. And so if you have sort of a lack of cell-to-cell -cell communication, you're just not going to be functioning as, as, as highly as you, you want to be. And, you know, when you age or when you're stressed out, uh, you produce less acetylcholine. And so by supplementing with this, again, highly efficient form of choline, you're sort of restocking your body so that that cell-to-cell -cell communication can be, be optimized, if you will. And again, I think this is really, I put it the first on the, the label. Yeah, yeah. I mentioned it, I mentioned it earlier that I think it's, uh, it's coming, I guess. Like I see another product pop up with it. Uh, I think this is really going to be the superstar and, and people are really going to start to dig into this ingredient and realize like, well, what's going on? In fact, 
and I am not advocating this for our product, but in other countries, it, it's actually used as a prescription um, for things like Alzheimer's. Our product does not treat Alzheimer's, just to be clear, but at, at higher doses, it, it is used in some countries, let's say, as a prescription. So there's there's definitely some studies and some some research behind this product, and it's uh, it's all positive. There's very little, if any, side effects, even at super high doses. Nice, nice. Okay, that, I think that was that's a good explanation. I was I was able to follow you all along, Josh. I yeah, yeah, I followed it. I'm I yeah. was loosely familiar just historically with choline because I think I've occasionally seen it get into some sports performance stuff, right? That I knew it was like you, when you were saying it sells cell communication, but I know it's like again more like I guess niche, you know, athlete sort of stuff. I know they've occasionally snuck it into um, things. So I, but this this particular version of it, this sort of alpha alpha GPC or the the alpha glycerol phosphorol version of it is new to me. Well, I was going to, uh, just for no particular reason, jump to ty- tyrosine. Just, I know it's the bottom of at least uh, the list, but it's the performance under stress one. So I want to hear a little more about that. Yeah. So I would say in the normal state, so let's say you get eight hours of sleep, you might not need this one, but let's be honest. I don't think everybody gets their eight hours of sleep. Maybe they're hungover. Maybe they're, you know, doing a prolonged period of work or whatever. Um, When that happens, you know, some of your neurotransmitters like dopamine, adrenaline, uh, noradrenaline, that stuff gets depleted. L-tyrosine is a precursor to those neurotransmitters. So you can think about this as like uh, a sort of restock when you're, you're sort of down and, and depleted in those this L-tyrosine is there so that your body can use it to convert and again, restock sort of those neurotransmitters. That's the easiest way to think about it. A few different ty- types of tyrosine. There's L-tyrosine, there's N-acetyl-L-tyrosine. Quite frankly, and I'm just being very transparent here, um, L-tyrosine uh, seems to be a little bit better in terms of bioavailability. Unfortunately, it's not dissolvable in, in, in liquid. So when I go back to some of those conversations about some th- decisions that needed to be made, we needed to put L- an acetyl L-tyrosine um, because it, it could dissolve in the product. You still definitely get some tyrosine coming from it, just not as much, and, and, but it, it gives people the benefit. Um, and we wanted to make sure it was in there versus not because I think it's uh, an important ingredient, uh, especially, like I said, if you're sort of, quote unquote, under stress, whether that's, you know, no sleep prolonged periods of work hungover. I, I'm assuming a lot of people can relate to the, to the no sleep one, either, you know, by choice or, you know, just by, by circumstance. So uh, I think that that certainly uh, would, would appeal to a lot of people uh, given, given that explanation. Right. Yep. And I kind of knew it was, I thought it was serotonin, but I know it's, it's basically like a building block to a lot of, to like neurotransmitters is what you're saying. Yeah. It's a, it's an amino acid. I don't think, it's an I'm, I'm kind of out of my lane in terms of like the essential versus non-essential amino acid. It is an amino acid though. Um, and it's found naturally in a, a lot of foods. So um, actually all of these are, you know, going back to the sort of broader conversation here, like I want to make sure these ingredients are efficacious, but uh, you know, I want to make sure that they, they uh, can be found in, in naturally occurring sources. And so all of these are sort of fit that, that mold. Even like alpha GPC, it sounds like a chemical thing, but like you can find choline and eggs and I think like leafy greens and things of that nature. Gotcha. Cool. All right. And then the third one, acetyl L-carnitine. Now I'm going to take a shot here since Sam hyped me up as the the science guy. All right. Carnitine, the one 
that is like if you don't have enough meat you have to have like carnitine or am i totally butchering that you definitely get it from meat definitely in there it's another uh, amino acid it helps the body sort of uh, produce energy it takes uh, basically fatty acids and brings it into your mitochondria and mitochondria is sort of that uh, it creates energy essentially it's the powerhouse so, of the cell that's what it, I there you go Man, we don't need to change the name of this podcast. We're attracting a whole group of yeah. nerds, I think. This is just now. like school, you know, all the at-home education. Just listen to our podcast. You'll, you'll yeah. get most of the science. <laughs> I think this is like the most I like talking about the science of the ingredients because going back to like, you know, you formulate for the 1% who understands it, but you really market to that 99% who doesn't and doesn't care. They just want to make sure it works. So now we're sort of dipping into the 1% who cares about a category, which is totally fine. I think that's important too. But when I was sort of building the brand, my sort of thought was let's, let's market to that broader group who may not understand or care, but it's, you know, if you really want to get down into the weeds, the science is there, the studies are there and all that good stuff is, is there for those who care about it. Yeah, no, because I've, I mean, I've been familiar with nootropics in the past, but I always feel like it is marketed to, it's almost like that hardcore athlete, like this hardcore, I don't know, brain nutrition person, right? Where it's kind of scary. It's like, is this going to like hurt me? Am I going to have like side effects? Is it going to be like too powerful? And I feel like that the way you positioned it is much more lighthearted, right? The sort of uh, bird brain positioning, because I do think the space is like a little bit intimidating to a lot of people, me included, when you get into, I mean, it's usually pills and things like that. And you're like wondering. You were smart to have the owl with the bow tie and the the tweed jacket kind of explaining it to people on the website. He looks friendly. He looks like he wouldn't wouldn't lead me astray. No, I, and I think you guys hit it. Like the whole world was intimidating to me. In fact, it still is. Like there's a whole biohacking community that is sort of obsessed with these types of ingredients. And like I said at the beginning, like just even more hardcore ones. You know, I want to bring nootropics a little bit more mainstream. A lot of these stuff, even though they sound intimidating or they look intimidating or you have to dig the pages of science to get to the, the research findings, they're really not. And they're really safe, especially at the doses that we're doing them in. And so you might as well try it. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Everyone's different. But if you're going to drink an energy drink, really, you're going for that caffeine. And so, you know, you're going to get that at any single energy drink you drink. You might as well at least try and see if these nootropics are something for you. And, you know, maybe even the ones in this drink don't work for you but maybe it takes you down a path of other nootropics and you start researching and you know you can get yeah. uh, your extra brain help through that uh, process uh, for yourself. Well, one thing I did learn coming into this podcast, and Josh can attest to this, is that uh, when we kind of had a discussion earlier this week, I kept calling them nootropics. And uh, that, that just shows my, my prior experience. Josh had to set me straight on that one, but well, I, mean, I think there's even yeah. there's even a debate on that too. I think I think some Ooh, people really? call it like do right. tropics or something like that. I don't even know to be honest with you. I just say it how I say it. I don't really think too, too much. No, about I, it. I think you, it sounds like you're right because Josh immediately, you know, science 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 guy was like, whoa, whoa, you're talking about nootropics, like and, you, know, you get, know, give it the respect it deserves. I'm um, focusing it, on the uh, vital issues here of the O sound in the name is really. <laughs> If you understand well, nootropics, you understand. You didn't let it go. Answer. I said nootropics, and you had to stop our whole conversation to, to go down <laughs> this rabbit hole. So I think that this is, this is important. You seem like a little bit of a noob, but I mean, looking at the spelling, it's not crazy, right? It does have the word tropic in it. So we're, we're, yeah. you guys are probably going to get another two star review from uh, someone <laughs> pissed off about the so, Some like, uh, yeah, bio student who's like, yeah. All right. So L theanine, we touched on a little bit. And I, I've actually heard that this is an ingredient that is 
trending a bit more now. And it's interesting because it's a little bit, you see it in sleep stuff, but then you also see it in, um, Pepsi is actually launching a drink called Driftwell. So they just launched a sleeping drink within it. So I'm curious, you're, you know, you mentioned a little bit about the concentration and everything, but I mean, it seems like it's that sort of Zen focus, I guess you're going for. Yep, exactly. So the, the theanine, there's a lot of just individual nootropic benefits from it just by itself. The reason I have it in there is because of the synergistic effects with the caffeine. So I think the easiest way to think about this is like tea, just like naturally occurring tea right. has l theanine. Um, and so like a lot of people who drink tea, like they obviously get a nice boost from the caffeine that's in tea, or at least most teas, but it's sort of balanced out. And it's because I'm sure for a variety of reasons, but one of which is the L-theanine. And so that's really why it's in there. It's for, um, the folks who may not like energy drinks because the last time they had one, they were bouncing off the walls till 4am. This sort of gives you a little bit more clean and balanced sort of boosts from the caffeine. And so that's why it's in there. Like I said, off the top though, um, just full transparency. I wish we could have a little bit more in here. The, the ideal dose is a little bit higher than what we have in there. And actually, again, maybe this is a time for the breaking news alert. If we can make it a drink that will most likely be flavored or sweetened with sucralose, we might have a little bit more room to, uh, to bump up the theanine in that version. So again, still all TBD as we sort of build this out, but, but that's really why it's in there. I just saw Josh light up once again. It's like yeah. Christmas morning. This could um, always be a two part there, you know, <laughs> never know. We got a lot of stuff in here. I mean, this is more news than we, than we usually get in our stand in our standard pods. So, uh, Joe, Joe's really bringing it today. So actually you alluded to it a little bit, but I'm curious launching an energy drink one, I guess, what surprised you or what do you feel like you learned through the process? And then two, like what additional challenges maybe has, uh, you know, launching in this kind of environment? Because I imagine, you know, it's good for D2C, it's good for online, but a lot of your, you know, traditional channels are probably a mess right now. So, so this is the business business part of the yep. Can you define D to C? Like, stop just dropping these these terms on us. Direct to consumer. Look, all we right. do science, we do business, we really we really cross all territories on this health, you guys, everything. You guys are like chameleons, man. You guys can change no matter what. So, yeah, no, there's there's a lot here. I mean, I've definitely learned a ton. The biggest thing that we're dealing with now, just to give you a real time, and you guys actually were impacted by it. We actually have a bunch of back order products for uh, two of our flavors, the berry lemonade and sour apple, which actually by the time this is released, will actually be solved. Uh, I actually just got a text that we're, we're good for the new manufactured product, but that was actually caused by an aluminum can shortage, which was nationwide, quite frankly. But I think ours was particularly because I think we're so small. If you know anything about the aluminum can market, really hard to get small orders, just even in quote unquote, good times. You need just either a ton of pallets, like a truckload of pallets, or your cost per can is going to be huge because if you order a small amount of pallets, you can't necessarily get uh, the label printed directly on. So then you need to buy what's called a shrink sleeve. Uh, then you need to pay someone to put the sleeve on it. So there's just a lot of logistical challenges with cans in general. And then you add on top of that, there's an aluminum can shortage. And I think as a small company, we were kind of getting the short end of the stick and the bigger guys who have these big can contracts were snatching up all the cans, quite frankly. So, and, and I believe I've touched on that in the show previously, because I was loosely aware of that mainly affecting, um, I think a lot of like the Cokes and Pepsis of the world have really gone to like their core flavors and stopped um, because of the demand and stopped doing some of the 
alternate ones because of shortages. Like I know, like for instance, like Diet Dr. Pepper and, you know, some of the flavors like Coke were in very short supply for a while because of that shortage. So I can imagine small businesses. I mean, if, if those guys are getting squeezed, I imagine small businesses, I mean, it's just being felt uh, even more so. Yeah. And I, I've actually, I've been super encouraged by Like we have some really cool customers. Like I, we, I had to send out an email to everyone who bought sort of giving some updates and I dreaded sending it out, but it's like, Hey, listen, like it's going to be delayed a little bit more. And you have a couple of people that respond, like, you know, give me my refund. This is terrible. But for the most part, people have been really, really cool and understanding. It's like, yeah, no problem. I'll wait. Or we offer people the ability to swap out. Um, some people took advantage of that. And um, for those people, we kind of included a little bit of an extra incentive to, to purchase again, a little bit of a, a percent off on their next order, just as an apology. And so I think, you know, it, it has opened my eyes of, you know, as, as bad as things have gotten, like people are still very understanding and uh, appreciative. And I, I think it's, uh, it's been cool to see. Well, you know, don't discount the fact that, you know, people aren't going out as much, can't go out for dinner, can't do all this traveling, right? So, you know, ordering some energy drinks on the internet, I mean, that might be a pretty, pretty big highlight for them. I mean, they, they get to- Are you talking about yourself right now? Is this- I I mean, maybe projecting. (laughs) I assume there's others like me who are just, you know, having a renaissance with their beverages and consumer goods. I think that is one of the positives is that you have like more of an audience. And I know Sam gave me crap for saying D to C, but like, you know, if you're launching something online right now, a lot of people browsing, a lot of people looking for, you know, ways to occupy, entertain, and so in some ways a good time, supply constraints uh, aside. Yeah. And the other thing about D to C, which is, is, is good for us is, you know, we're, listen, like, I think if you just stumbled across our ads, some people will get it, but other people like the meet our team page. Like that's, I think it takes like a little bit of like digging and, and understanding the brand to say like, oh, these guys are just messing around. And so by being D to C, we control every sort of touch point with the customer. And so we can put uh, a little product insert in there. We can, you know, for all these orders that are, are going out that were back ordered, I'm actually going to include like a little, I'm sorry thing in there. And so it kind of makes it a lot more personal because we're talking directly to our customers versus, um, you know, if we had to do like traditional brick and mortar retail, you know, it's just sitting on the shelf and people don't necessarily get that story. Um, And so there's obviously benefits to being brick and mortar retail. You obviously get a a much wider reach, but it's actually, you know, one of our strengths is, you know, being able to communicate directly with our customers. And and that's what e-commerce and D2C allows us to do. No, yeah. I mean, I think, again, it's a, a good time. I think the one thing you, you have to overcome is obviously the trial thing, right? You're shipping, people hopping into a case. Um, I hopped in during, uh, actually, I probably did it earlier, but I think like Magic Spoon is like a cool example of a brand, not in the beverage space, but, you know, they're selling cereal, very expensive cereal, but it's very good. But you got to buy, you know, a case of it, right? And you don't really know what it's going to taste like. And I think that's, that's the one leap you have to make with people. But um, certainly, like, it's, it's much better to, like, get across directly to your consumers. And I think, again, you have a differentiated product, right? It's not like you're another Me Too, you know, Red Bull monster knockoff that people are just wondering, like, oh, do I want to order a case of this? What's the taste like, you know? Yeah, and we've, we're, so we have four packs. Like, again, I, I like being pretty transparent with people. Like, we probably lose money on most of the four packs we sell just because I don't, shipping heavy liquid beverages across the country costs ton so you know and that's just the kind of the cost of doing business you know you you want people to try so you want to have that four pack option out there but when you do the math you know it short term it kind of looks like a hit because you know you have to ship it across the country and you know oftentimes you're paying more for shipping than 
than you even getting the revenue that's coming in, but it's worth it long-term, especially if people like it because, you know, then they come back and they buy the 12 pack or they buy another flavor or what have you. So um, it's all, you know, cost benefit and, and it's just, you know, part of, part of the game. Yeah. Another, another great business insight there. Uh, appreciate it. This is uh, very interesting. I see Josh taking copious notes over there. So I was actually just looking, I was like, there's a four pack. I didn't even <laughs> Well, for really our listeners, if, uh, if if anyone listening and now wants to to purchase, just you know, keep that in mind. Keep keep in mind the shipping. So you kind of alluded to uh, these uh, potential new flavors or new variants in a line coming. I mean, anything else you're really focused on for you know the next sort of six months to a year for for Bird Brain? Honestly, just getting feedback. You know, I'm the type of person who it may not be perfect when it first goes out, but I, I, I prefer it going out and getting the feedback and then changing on the fly versus, you know, making it perfect right off the get go. And so I think that part of this process, I mean, we only launched in May, which is a couple months now, but getting the feedback from the first people that, that bought and sort of quite frankly leads the direction of the next six months is are what's the feedback we've gotten, at least at this point in the game. So I'm going to kind of take that feedback. One of, one of them sort of led to the, the new, the idea for the new flavors and, and kind of just, just play it by ear as, as we go. All right. Well, I think our listeners can take that birdbrainenergy.com uh, also on Facebook and Twitter looking for feedback. So certainly if you guys, uh, we encourage you to go out and uh, purchase yourself. You can buy as little as a four pack, although, you know, you really should buy a 12 pack or a 24, <laughs> but uh they're looking for feedback. And I think, you know, to your point, early days for the product and the brand. So it's a chance for you to, you know, Red Bull or Monster may not return your calls, but uh, Bird Brain's ready to hear from you. All right. Well, that takes us right uh, right to the, I think we've used up our allotted time here. But Joe, again, thanks. Thanks for coming on. Um, really appreciate it. Well, hopefully, you know, look forward to seeing what uh, Bird Brain kind of does next, but very exciting product and loved hearing it, you know, kind of getting it in the ground floor and learning from you. And uh, hopefully we'll have to have you again, uh, you know, next time you have a big announcement, which I'm sure there will be many, but you know, you ever need a, a yeah, forum. Yeah, you, you know mean, where where they give your big announcements, yeah. <laughs> the exclusives. <laughs> well, I don't know. Hold on. I'm holding that back until I hear what the breaking news sound effect is. I think it's oh, yeah. good enough. Oh my back. God. So much critique of my uh, editing is going to come happen here. So when all you right. hear this episode, Joe, it's going to be like, was I even there? That's how good the editing is going to be. You're going to say like, this is like a new conversation I never even heard. <laughs> Uh, no, but it was awesome, guys. I really appreciate the time on, on your end as well. And uh, for sure, I will. Uh, and I want to send you guys the, the new flavors or the, the other two flavors as well. I'll get you guys a case of that. And then uh, when we have the the new artificially sweetened flavors, I'll uh, I'll certainly hit you guys up. And maybe right. we, can, we can come back on again. Yeah, don't don't send those to Sam, though, because he's clearly not interested. He's too, too on his high horse <laughs> for those. Yeah, just send them to Josh and I'll, I'll just take one when he's not looking. <laughs> bit of like a meaty taste slash texture you were smart to have the owl with the bow tie and the sweet jacket never bringing artificial things in brings to uh one's persona 